Welcome back to Time for Nach. We are Pet Chof Aleph of Sefer Eov. We're halfway through, and Eov here is responding to the different reasons why wicked people suffer. If you remember, before I know it had been, why are the righteous, um, why the righteous suffering? Here we're talking about why do the wicked suffer, and why does some wicked, of course, prosper, which is uh, you know, the more bothering thing. He says that, look, they're wicked people who live to a ripe old age. They're prosperous. They have wonderful families. They have content lives and they die peacefully. That's Eov's argument. Their success seems to not be just short term. In responding to the previous argument, their success seems to remain even after they die. And then Eov says, well, hold on a second. Maybe you'll argue that, OK, they'll see, they'll see success in their lives, but their kids will suffer for their actions. <laughs> says, yeah, but, but the wicked person doesn't care at that stage because they live the tranquil life themselves. Eo then questions, why is it fair that someone who's a tzaddik seems to live a miserable life or sometimes and a successful wicked person seems to have equal treatment in their death? In other words, a righteous person and a wicked person, when they die, they're the same. You know, they're buried, finished. Eo then argues that, look, if there's any punishment that takes place in Olam Haba in the next world, you know, then, uh, you know, and it's common for wicked people to prosper in this world, then, you know, that, uh, how, how do you square that? Is that really fair? Should that really be, be equal? You know, therefore, Eob says that his friends, you're foolish to claim that suffering is due to his sins because Hashem only punishes people in Allah Haba, and that's really his claim. His claim is the look, kind of thing. In other words, reward and punishment don't happen at all in this world. That's what Eov is saying. This world is is you know, reward and punishment. Real reward and punishment don't happen. It's there for the next world, and therefore things that are unfair in Eov's eyes can happen in this world. And that is what Eliphaz is going to respond to in the next parak. Um, it's it's a it's it, it's a deep argument. It's a deep argument because Jewishly, of course, real reward is in the next world. And Mr. Sisaram says that. But let's not get this wrong. Real reward is in the next world, but this world is not divorced from that. Because what you get in this world is, of course, paving you for the next world. Um, but it's there such that you can acquire the next world. You know, if you're righteous, then there'll be certain things that happen to you here in order that you can acquire the next world. As the Rambam says in Hilchus Chiba, as as uh, the uh, Tosa says in Daf Tesain in Rosh Hashanah, Tosa Rosh of Desla. Of course, on this this world, your this world, your experience here is toggled, is adapted, so that the next world will be in a level befitting for you. In fact, that's what Rosh Hashanah is about. Is about you know that you declare that you are following Hashem's uh, Hashem's plan for the world. You're part of His picture. You're part of His His effectively His program for the world. And therefore, this world is going to be adjusted according to what you should get in the next world. You know, that is Perak Khafalov of Sefer Eov.